Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. Today's topic is motivation secrets for the most successful real estate professionals. So let's start out with a question. Rate yourself on a scale one to 10, what your present level of motivation, what your present level of really inspiration is. On a scale one to 10, I want you to rate yourself in your head right now, and then we're gonna take the test again. I'll ask you the same question again after Julie's gone through her points. And I want you to notice that your emotional state has changed, increased. You may be only at a three or four, but at the end of today's podcast, you're going to be at a 10, maybe even a 20, right? Now, you're also going to hopefully pay attention to the fact that Julie and I are not woo-woo people. <laughs> we're, we're not your big Y types. Fluff-free. We're, we're fluff-free. What we're going to give you is practical, tactical, you know, actionable information And it's that very fact that you know what to do and how to do it that's going to lead to your motivation because Julie and I are huge believers that your emotional state follows your physical state. In other words, if you get into action, your emotions and your motivation and all of the rest of that changes. When you try to discover your big why and work on your mindset and all the rest of it, prior to getting into action, that's where most people fail. We are huge believers, and frankly, because we know it's the truth, that you have to get into action and then your emotional state changes. So throughout this podcast today, start out by asking the question, where are you rating yourself now from one to 10? And then again, let's revisit that in about 10 points. That's right. And we get asked all the time by coaching clients, podcast listeners to help you with that mindset and motivation. How do the most successful agents stay positive and keep their momentum? We're going to share some of the top strategies and secrets on today's show, but Back to Tim's point, all of it has to do with taking action. So keep your rating going here as you're listening. Point number one, the most successful real estate agents are constantly analyzing their return on investment regarding how they're spending their time and their money. Both informally and formally, they are always thinking about it. So for example, they don't spend countless hours making gazillions of contacts doing circle prospecting. Instead, they operate like real estate Navy SEALs, going on prospecting sorties by calling only the most motivated listing prospects, being furiously fast on their lead follow-up, and making strategic alliances with prospects who offer multiple listing opportunities. Those are people like builders, probate attorneys, investors. They're very strategic. That keeps them in momentum. Let's drill down on that. So circle prospecting, just for the sake of making sure we're all on the same page as what, you know, definitionally is that if you're calling, say, for example, a neighborhood around a listing that just got sold or whatever, that is taking action for sure. You are going to have conversations that actually, if you have enough of them uh, after enough time, might lead to actually you know, generating a lead for you. Though That is true. But the amount of effort it's going to take, the amount of time it's going to take is inefficient compared to going directly to the sellers that already have their hands in the air saying, yes, I want to sell my house. Now, some of you are going to rationalize doing the less effective type of prospecting proactive lead generation as a, a way of getting your feet wet. Well, here's really where you got to, you know, accept the best way to get your feet wet. The best way to build momentum is going to be to do the real work first. In other words, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. 
So opposed to practicing, okay, which again, some of you rationalize, that's the reason you do this less effective circle prospecting, uh, you know, just listen, just sold. So you're saying, well, I'm just, you know, I'm learning how to have conversations. I'm learning how to communicate with sellers and all the rest of it. Well, you're not actually doing any learning because that's there's not a lot of sales skills involved with doing anything like that. There is sales skills around uh, involved with talking with an actual seller, a FISBO, or an expired, or think, uh, something like that. Notice the default. All the 30 different ways we teach you guys how to proactively lead generate in our coaching program. But the moral of the story is call the people who actually have their hands in the air that actually want to sell their home because the learning you're getting on calling somebody who's not interested is not transferable to actually having conversations with sellers that actually have houses to sell. You're not really learning anything, having question, having conversations with people who don't have homes for sale, just letting them know about the neighbor's house that just sold. That's not helping you actually get better or moving you any closer to the point where you're going to have a more effective conversation with, say, for example, an actual expired. The best way to learn how to actually do the real work of real estate is to do the real work of real estate. Yes, and in fact, I think if you spend too much time with that kind of circle prospecting or even cold door knocking, it actually can uh, diminish your skills because your frustration after not hearing yes will make you stay in that rut and lose your motivation. It actually can make you move backwards instead well, of forwards. And you'll then rationalize when you know some XYZ company you know, texts you or calls you and offers to sell you a buyer lead, you're going to say, well, I'll just buy this buyer lead for a 50% referral fee yeah. opposed to going out and knocking on a bunch of cold doors. Well, you know what? That actually might be a better move for you than knocking out a bunch of cold doors. That's the reason Julie and I, when people are asking us about that particular point, we always say practice on the actual sellers that have homes to sell because that's going to force you to learn really, really fast. Like instantly fast. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> that's somebody that can reject you. And guys, this is something we say and it makes people cringe, but it's still, I want you to think why we're saying it. We want you to suffer the worst rejection ever when you're starting to proactively lead generate. We want you to have the most horrible experiences right out of the gates that's absolutely so beyond what you could possibly imagine as far as a horrible experience. Why? Because then you've had it, you know everything else after that, you, and you've lived through it, and you now can laugh at it. Maybe not right away, but a few days later, you'll laugh at it, you know, because you have built up in your head that doing proactively generation is going to result in, you know, some 44,000-pound dinosaur ripping your head off. It's not the case. As soon as you discover that, you're then yep. going to realize the magic that comes from learning how to be a proactive lead generator. Julie, point number That's two. so true. All right, point number two. The most successful agents quickly eliminate any speculative fluff expenses. Anything that is not obviously irrefutably resulting in transactions has to go, or better yet, not to be tried in the first place. For example, throwing up some random TikTok videos, that's speculative. But calling your past clients and open house leads is not speculative. Investing in Red X is not speculative. That's the company that gives you expired phone numbers. That's not speculative when you use their data to contact those sellers of expired listings. So let's break these points down. If you guys want to get a $150 discount on Red X, just text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. And we'll text you back a link and you can join RedX. Without a doubt, the best source for getting expired listing information. Remember, when texting, message and data rates may apply. But the essence of this point, the most successful agents quickly eliminate any speculative fluff expenses. How would you know what's a speculative fluff expense? Here's the answer. If you're doing anything with the expectation that sometime in the undefinable future, you're going to generate leads 
I'm talking about you, branding and marketing gurus. I'm talking about you, all you TikTokers. I'm talking about you, all you guys that are trying to be the mayors of your community. In a marketplace like this, in economic times like this, you cannot waste your time, especially don't waste your money on anything that's speculative. That's gambling. Don't gamble. Do the real work of real estate. Real work of real estate is when you're actually having conversations with people who uh, will transact within the next 60 or 90 days or less. And if here's another way of running it through a filter. If you're having a conversation with somebody who actually, if you're not putting yourself in a position to hear the word no at least five times a day from a prospective you know, real estate client, then you're not doing your job that day. Most of you, going back to fear of rejection, are going to avoid hearing the word no. And that's the reason you're so, you know, frankly, addicted to the idea that you can generate all your business passively through marketing and advertising. It's not because you don't have the ability to learn the skills necessary. It's because you haven't accepted the fact that what really you're living in fear of is the sense of getting rejected. Getting rejected, guys, is not that big of a deal. Once you've, That's the reason I said I hope you experience it right away because you then realize it's not that big of a deal, right? But once you work past that initial rejection, you're never going to actually have the same level of fear. Proactively generating, doing any kind of anything will result in you potentially getting rejected. Obviously always feels weird, but that's the very essence of what it takes to be successful in this marketplace. So the reason you're so attracted to the passive isn't because it's a superior way to generate business and, and frankly build your business. It's because you're trying to avoid rejection. So if that the person you're talking to will not result in a closed transaction within the next 60 or 90 days, you are not doing the right thing in this market given the market conditions. Yeah, a hard learned fact, but oh so true. Point number three, where again, we're talking about keeping your mindset strong and your motivation even stronger. Point number three, the most successful agents are aggressively isolating themselves from the media. They're making their world smaller regarding who's influencing them. They practice a media-free morning or even a media-free life curating only the best, most content-rich, mindset-supporting podcasts, for example. Not self-serving at all. Well, but yeah, <laughs> right. But the reality of it is, is the media, I think everyone pretty much knows that, you know, the secret's out, right? I think so. Media is just garbage. It's just 100% manipulative, brainwashing bunk. So do yourself a favor and just purge all of it. We don't watch the news. We listen to a couple podcasts that will occasionally talk about whatever's happening in the news, but we have no idea about anything that's going on because most of what is being, uh, you know, uh, described as news or being sold as news is nothing other than opinion and bloviation. It's being run through biased filters that we don't want in our head. And we're not even worrying about whether it's conservative or it's liberal or it's lefty or it's righty or it's all the rest of it. And when you're near a, uh, any sort of election cycle, which you always are, it's always a billion times worse. So do yourself a favor. If you're not feeling motivated, chances are the worst thing, that you, what you need to purge the quickest is all forms of media. That's social media. That's watching YouTube. That's all that stuff. And some of you, just the very thought of, you know, frankly, disengaging from media. Do you notice how you almost get the shakes from it? Almost like if, you know, someone asked me to get off caffeine, you know, just <laughs> yeah. the thought of it makes me nervous. But some of you are that addicted to media that you're so, like your brain is so used to those little endorphin hits from the breaking news and the media and everyone selling content knows that. And they're always going to feed you more of that. And it is taking up your, you know, your ability to actually think clearly. That's the reason when, you know, someone asked Julie and I, Oh, do you know about this? Or do you know about that? Or have you heard about this? You've heard about that. We are, we proudly say no. And when they ask, sometimes we have people that will confront us almost and they'll ask, how can you not know about this or the other thing? 
because I focus on very few things is our answer. And those few things are, you know, uh, frankly, the things that I'm trying to be the best at, and they're designed to help the most people. And me filling my head with more information that is taking me off mission is not going to be something that I want to have any part of. And you should maybe think about doing the same thing. You do not have to have all the consenting political, you know, biased voices in your head. It's all manipulation. and It's just going to get worse. Do yourself the greatest favor ever and go media free. That's right. Point number four, they are constantly monitoring their own internal dialogue. These most successful agents that keep their motivation and momentum constantly monitoring their own internal dialogue. Has negative thinking entered their mindset? They are self-aware of the unintended consequences of allowing one negative thought to manifest, and they actively replace those thoughts with more productive ones. I'm a doer. I do things now. I get things done. And I wrote in here a little note to remind us, you remember that interview uh, with Elon Musk where the interviewer was trying hard to get him to talk about how he stays motivated? And his answer, like, I think the question was... He thought about it and he goes like... Well, but the question was, on days where you don't feel motivated, what do you say to yourself? How do you deal with that, Elon? Right. And he, his answer was, and this is the answer, this is the obvious answer. Again, Julie and I are not about fluff or woo-woo. He said, it's because I always have something to do. There's always something to do next. There's always something I have getting to focus done. on. I'm getting things done. And if you just focus like that, if you focus forward, you're never going to have a motivation problem. It really where motivation comes, lack of motivation comes from overly focusing on the future or overly focusing on the past. Or again, where you allow yourself to be your, your, your thoughts and your potential to be co-opted by outside influences. Again, purge all forms of outside media and focus forward. And sometimes, guys, it's super hard to, you have to isolate yourself. You're going to have to make your world smaller in a world like what we're experiencing now. By making your world smaller, that means you're going to have to be really careful who you allow to influence you. We talked about the media, but it could be your, you might have a dysfunctional brokerage relationship. Maybe something that's happening in your community or something that's happening in your neighborhood. Just check out of it. You don't have to participate. Your participation, your opinion is not necessary. Just focus on fewer things and times like this, not on more things. And don't start any new big projects. Focus on what you're really good at, which is being of service to others and buying and selling real estate. And by the way, guys, our way of helping you get moving forward in your businesses is to help you guys join Premier Coaching for free. And the link to join Premier Coaching for free is in today's show's description, which is available. All you got to do is scroll down, available on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, obviously. Scroll down. There's a link. You can join Premier Coaching. Just click the link. And by the way, all of today's show notes are also uh, when you scroll down as well. We're editing some of them, you know, but at the end of the day, if you missed anything, go back and read the notes and certainly join Premier Coaching. It costs you nothing to join. And yes, that does include a daily semi-private coaching call. Julie, point number five. Point number five, the most motivated agents are increasing their contacts. They have more conversations with more prospects covering more spokes in the, mo in the lead generation wheel versus waiting for the next referral. One of my uh, elite coaching clients, Tim, recently went to a, an agent meetup it was some kind of educational event, and he thought it would be interesting to ask, how do you get all of your leads? Which is, I think that's a great question to ask when you're around agents. Where are your leads coming from? And he was shocked by their answers. You know what their answers were? 
I wait for the next referral to come in. In other words, the agents were totally completely passive. But here's the totally. thing. That's, here's the thing that's freaky. If you've only been licensed for the last 15 years, or if your office manager, your broker, your team leader has only been licensed for the last 15 years, they do not know how to actually thrive, let alone survive in a market like what we're experiencing now. How would they? They've not actually done it. And who they're going to for advice and information, they've never been through it at any sort of a real estate setback either. Since really 2008, effectively, we've been experiencing the market going in one direction with, with regards to values, with regards to interest rates, with regards to you know FOMO, fear of missing out. The market was generating for you. Right. And there were a lot of different ways that you could essentially skip the real work of real estate. And do quite well because average sale prices were so high. All of that has reversed itself. And are you experiencing the hardship that, you know, happens when you don't, you know, pivot to meet the new market where it, it where it's at? Some of you are needlessly suffering because you're trying to make the things that worked, you know, let's say they worked marginally well in the last market work in this market. That is a mistake. The mar You were successful before. You can be successful in the future. You're just going to have to adapt. The very nature of you is to be successful. You're going to have to be successful just using a different, you know, different tools in your toolbox. That's all. So don't think you can only be successful in one market. Don't think you can only be successful in interest rates or going a certain way or inventories a certain way. None of those things are true. Matter of fact, you might discover that you can be more successful than you can possibly imagine in this market because of this market. There's a different way of thinking about it. It's absolutely true. You know, before when listings were selling instantaneously, you didn't have time to have a lead generation from your real estate sign, for example. Well, you can. You were telling me that um, John Walkinshaw now yeah. has essentially, using your previous yep. point, he's doubled, if not tripled, the number of contacts he's making every day. And he now has the most existing listings that he's had in like, what, 10 in years? years. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And in fact, he's been able to get both sides on one of his... Uh, Fantastic million plus, million plus almost yeah. $2 million listings well, as a result. When you have inventory, guys, the thing about having lots of listing inventory is you generate more and more listing inventory because... Which they don't always understand because they haven't had that experience. Exactly. And so with more listing inventory comes more opportunities. And here's what's really crazy. It's actually a hell of a lot less work and incredibly more profitable when you have listing inventory because the buyers come to you. You do not have to pay for the buyers yes. because more sellers come to you because you have signs in the yard, especially when they're sold signs. Everything comes from being a listing agent. Next point. Next point is number six. The most motivated in momentum agents have distinct early warning signs. Now, we did a podcast last week about that. They look for those warning signs. Examples, not exercising, not making contacts, overconsumption of negative media, poor nutrition, oversleeping. These are early warning signs that their mindset is getting off the track. So definitely look for those within yourself. Go back and listen to our past podcasts. There are over 5,000 of these that you'll find. Um, on iTunes, on um, YouTube, I think there's close to 2,000. We do these podcasts every single day. A lot of you are you know, smart and you're binging on our past podcasts because you want to get your head screwed on straight. Our information that we've been sharing with all of you guys and all the predictions we've been making for the last really effectively 10 years, all those chickens are coming home to roost. Pretty much exactly like we expected them to happen. So tune in to the fact, again, I'm going to really belabor this point. You can be more successful now despite what maybe the media is telling you, despite what you're maybe even thinking yourself because of this market. Some of the most successful agents were uh, spawned, let's say, mm -hmm. during the last housing crash in 708 and 09. Now, we're not saying there's going to be a housing crash now because nope. there's not going to be. But look at eXp Realty, for example. eXp Realty was started in 2008. 
And it's now quickly become, you know, what, the third largest real estate brokerage in the world in 24 different countries, 90,000 different agents. That started in the depths of the housing crash. So some of the most successful ideas, even outside of real estate, have always happened during the greatest times of change like we're experiencing now. And some of the greatest real estate success stories, some of the top agents in the nation, they got their start in markets like this. By the way, yours truly and Julie, we got our start in real estate when interest rates were over 7%. And that was a great rate. We got our uh, start when the market was essentially um, basically a buyer's market. And what did we do? All the other existing agents that had been in the market for a lot longer than we had, they were all not knowing what to do, not knowing what direction to go. We didn't know any different. And so we hit the ground running and sold over 100 homes our first year in real estate. I'm not saying you'll necessarily sell 100 homes your first year in real estate. But what I'm saying is the greatest opportunities are always during the greatest times of change, which we are experiencing now. Next point. Next point is number seven, because they're rooted in a mindset of service, they are genuinely excited and appreciative of the opportunities in the market. There are so many people who genuinely need help and they are there to be of service. They use the script, our most motivated agents. Who do you know who could use my help buying or selling real estate? They use that script all the time and as a result, their flow of business is consistent. That's right. Being of service too. And always asking that question. By the way, if you guys are looking to upgrade your brokerage experience, if you're realizing your environment, the people around you are not optimistic or not excited about the ability to help people and make money because of this market, you need to upgrade your brokerage experience. And Julie and I, one of the best business decisions we ever made was certainly aligning with eXp Realty. If you're ready to upgrade your brokerage experience, or frankly, if you're looking to choose your first brokerage, let's have a conversation. We made it easy for you. If you're just looking to get started and learn more about eXp, text the letters eXp to 47372 text letters EXP to 47372, or just scroll down to comments. And, and if you're on YouTube and there's a link there as well. Uh, yes. And if you're ready to join EXP and you're not yet chosen your sponsor, Julie and I are formally applying for the job of being your EXP Royalty sponsor. We basically be your partner at EXP Royalty. Uh, text me directly at 512-758-0206. So Julie and I are applying for the job of being your EXP Royalty sponsor. If you're looking to join EXP Royalty, if you've not yet chosen a sponsor, yes, please consider us and text me directly at 512-758-0206. Next point, point number eight, Julie. Point number eight, the most motivated agents know that knowledge equals confidence and ignorance equals fear. Thus, they are constantly increasing their skill set so that they can increase their confidence. They have a proven pre-listing package. For example? Listing presentation, buyer presentation, scripts, and systems. Again, knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. In other words, they know whatever situation they might find themselves in, they have a system that's in place, that's ready, that's proven to work in all market conditions and all price ranges, so they don't have to be fearful of being caught on their heels. I'm not saying it's not going to happen occasionally. You're going to have questions asked of you where you don't know the answer. And you're going to say, by the way, Mr. Seller or buyer, I really appreciate that question. It's a great one so that I give you the right answer. Let me do some homework on that and I'll get back with you later today. That's a script. That's a script. Don't wing it. Don't lie. By the way, one of the greatest signs of intelligence and character is when someone asks you a question, you say you don't know. Um, and, uh, yeah, that'll make it so that the people are automatically going to, your prospects are automatically going to see you in a different light than somebody who they see, uh, is doing a little bit of a a two-step BS. And, you know, you guys can sense it as well. You can tell the difference when you listen to this podcast. So Julie and and I have been there, done that, 
at the highest level and we're not winging it when we're talking to you. That's the reason this is the number one listener to daily podcast for real estate professionals because there is a huge difference between what you're learning on this simple 30-minute podcast every day and what you're getting everywhere else. I mean, right? Isn't that the reason that tens of thousands of you listen? Isn't that the reason that over 20 million downloads have happened in just the past you know, few quarters as well? So yes, guys, thank you for that. Thank you for keeping this number one Listen to Daily podcast. And we have two more points for you. Point number nine, most importantly, the most successful agents do what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level very consistently. Why? Because they get results. Some of you, because you have not done what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it consistently enough, don't believe in that because you haven't gotten results. You're just dabbling. The most consistent agents, the best mindset, the ones that are motivated all the time, that have momentum all the time, they know to lather, rinse, repeat on this very point. Now, I'm 53, and I'm not allowed to say Julie's age, but I'm 53, and I want to tell you something I wish I would have known 25 years ago, and here it is. Everything in life worth having takes a hell of a lot longer to get than, frankly, you're going to want to believe. You're going to think that somehow you're going to bend uh, the time-space continuum and something that takes, Tim, 20 years, you're going to be able to get done in two years. Not likely because some things just take that long to get really good at. And, you know, choose wisely would be my suggestion on that one. You can choose to be the world's best basket weaver, but it doesn't. And after 20 years, you know, you're in the basket weaving hall of fame, but it doesn't mean you've been able to earn a living from it. You guys get the point. So make, you've chosen to be real estate professionals, be patient with yourself and understand it is going to take a long period of time to become really, really good at it. But chances are you've got the time, but you're going to have to be patient with yourself and set realistic expectations. And uh, it was uh, Charlie Munger that, you know, when Charlie is trying to decide what he's going to invest in, he just basically says, is this something I'd want to own in 20 years? And I thought that was really a very simplistic but honest um, way of assessing what a, pot a potential investment is. And you guys should be doing the same thing. Do you want to be really top producing agents and truly successful in this industry in 20 years? Stop asking yourself bullshit questions about AI and AGI, and real estate agents still be relevant and blah, 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 blah. Yes, people will always want to use realtors. People will always want to use you if you've earned the right to be of service to them. So, you know, give yourself the runway to actually become incredibly good at something and understand, guys, that if you're thinking that you're only going to be successful when you're pursuing your passion, if you think you're only going to be success, if you're only doing the real work of real estate when you feel a certain way, your feelings will betray you and you're never going to give yourself the time to get good at anything, which is the reason I was talking about that. That's the reason Julie and I coined the, you know, which I think is one of the most true truisms we ever came up with. If you want ever increasing levels of success in your business and personal life, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And I'll give you an example. Julie and I have to go out and swing kettlebells later today because we didn't do it this morning. Yuck. We're going to do it every single day, no matter what, and never do we want to do it. Ever. Ever. At all. <laughs> Not even a bit. <laughs> no. Yeah. And some days we don't want to do this podcast. Okay. That's a simple fact. Yeah. But I'm guessing you guys can't tell the days we don't want to do it. Because we know that we have to do what we don't want to do when we don't want to do it at the highest level. And I ask you, dear listener, some of you have known Julie Knight for decades. I'm asking you with all sincerity, what is it that you do that you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level? Many of you, it's nothing because many of you are waiting around just to feel a certain way before you do anything and then you maybe will do it, but you're not doing it at the highest level. You're just doing it to get it done. I watched Zoe, our you know, gorgeous little nine-year-old, almost, you know, she's going to be 10 in six months, which I can't believe. And she's learning, she's listening to us right now. She's learning that she's got to not just do it. She's got to do it when she doesn't want to do it. 
at the highest level. So she's working through each of those phases of mastery, which is, which is really what it is. But once you just accept the fact that everything you want in life is the other side of that, you're going to actually feel a hell of a lot less stress because you're going to start com stop comparing yourself to all the people that supposedly were overnight successes. Most of the people, for example, that you're comparing yourself against, going back to the original point of being media-free, they're bullshit artists. It's not true. It's not real. They're not actually as successful as they want you to believe they are. The Lamborghini they're leaning on is not theirs, that type of thing. So you're going to have to just approach everything like that with a real thick, you know, put your, your skeptic glasses on, or better yet, purge all that stuff from your life because it is not contributing anything that's going to be, frankly, put you in a position to be of service to other people. Point number 10. Point number 10, our final point today, the most successful agents have proven coaches and a system they follow versus trying to reinvent the wheel all the time. So get involved in Premier Coaching today. Just go to premiercoaching.com, sign up for free. The link is in the description. Or scroll down. And the best way to summarize that is a smart man or woman learns from his mistakes. A brilliant man or woman learns from the mistakes of others. A lot of people will get into real estate and they're going to want, I'm listening, I'm talking to you, dear listener. They're going to want to figure out their own path. I'm going, I realize what Tim and Julie are telling uh, telling me to do in their premier coaching on the podcast. I realize it works and it's worked for a long time and been proven to work in all market conditions and all price ranges and all interest rate environments, but I'm going to do it my own way because somehow magically, mystically, I'm going to figure out a new way to make a wheel. So I have a question for you. Why are you doing that? The answer is you're not that serious about being successful in real estate. You've not yet aligned with the fact that your true purpose in real estate and on this planet doing anything is to be of service to other people. And from the being of service to other people thought and, uh, and, the, and frankly, the actions that come as a result of that, you will discover and you will find all the things that are the most meaningful in life will start aligning themselves. You'll find that you're going to have a real uh, you know, sense of purpose every single day. You're going to see yourself being of service to other people. That's going to make, your, make you feel like you've always dreamed of feeling. But here's the other thing that happens. You're going to start tripping over money. Money's going to be so easy and everywhere because you have aligned yourself with being of service to other people. In order for you actually to be of service to other people, you're going to have to earn the right to be of service to other people. If you are losing and not winning with buyers and sellers, and they're choosing somebody over you, a competitor, it's because you have not yet earned the right to be of service to them because for some reason, and I don't know what it was, maybe it was your skills, your approach, or maybe something simple to fix like you're late or something like that. You have got to accept the fact that if you're losing, it's because somebody else is winning because you have not yet earned the right to be of service to those people. Move past that. Don't think it's because your brand or your marketing, or there's not enough TikTok videos of you eating lunch. It's because when that person was conversing with you, they did not walk away with that sense of confidence, that sense of knowing that you are the person that they want to align themselves with for solving the problem, which is buying or selling real estate. So I started out today's podcast by asking you the question, how do you feel on a scale of one to 10? Hopefully all of you have at least doubled where you started and some of you are over 10. Because what we just delivered to you is a tactical, practical, BS-free approach to being successful in real estate. And by the way, in life in general, you don't have to make it so damn hard. You don't have to make it so complicated. You don't have to create a 14-stage funnel. You don't have to understand all these analytical dashboards and these KPIs and all the rest of it. You just got to understand that real estate is the most simple, elegant business when you let it be. 
And those of you who are struggling thinking, well, I'm going to eventually get around to actually having those proactive lead generation conversations with people after I get my 47-step CRM set up, after I get my 27-step you know, uh, drip email campaign set up, you're going to lose because other people are not wasting time with all that stuff. They're just moving forward and having the conversations with the folks. They're getting the listings. They're getting the buyers. They're making money. What are you doing? This is your opportunity to move ahead because of this market. We've given you the breadcrumbs to follow. Now follow them. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.